praise God, hallelujah. And glory, not to self, glory to God. <laughs> Just twack Van Duzel, the personality to start off with. Bend it around like in the Gumby glory. Lest we find ourselves without a personality in the glory, which is without the wedding garments, unable to celebrate. Hallelujah. Alrighty then. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ on the throne of his majestic glory. Thank you, Father. Hope everybody's having the best day of their entire lives. The throne of the Lamb. And the summit of his throne was of sapphire and was of a great mountain. And the mountain was the throne of God. You're born on the throne when you're born again. Do you know in the heavenly flow where you grow in the glow that you are in the throne of God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ? Did you know that? Do you know anything at all, man? <laughs> I know nothing. That is false humility. The Lord rebuke you. Stan. <laughs> Are we gonna get Twack Van Doozled tonight on peace that passes understanding? Shaba. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Whoa. The little ghost inside the restream chat box is like a happy little drunk ghost with an R on its forehead and it's shouting hooray and then uh, sister in Christ beloved of the Lord Jesus himself had to type some smiley faces in there and ruin it for me <laughs> J-K-L-O-L he 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 ha 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 Jehovah Nasty is growing in Jehovah's sweetness. Thank you for praying for Jehovah. <laughs> praying for Elohim. You can call it Jehovah. It's the little G that is the little Yahweh Enoch. Little Yahweh Rebecca. Little Yahweh. Whatever your name is watching right now, fill in the blank. I don't want to say it because I know you just get puffed up in pride. So I'll just say uh, someone else and not you. Little Yahweh in the white sun. I'm a big Yahweh. Yeah, you get to prove that. We always hear Revelation get puffed up in pride and think we're something special. And all of a sudden they get the balloon popped and be like, man, I actually have barely any fruit at all in my life and can't believe I even have a next breath I don't deserve. 
get a reality check straight from the throne of God and get out of all this sloppy agape and greasy grace stuff and hyper-spirituality. Hyper-grace movement, brother. I don't know about all that. I know that's a demon trying to save principalities. There's so much goofy stuff out there, you could just sit on Mount Carmel sauce and make fun of them all day long with Elijah. Never get bored one minute. But I know that love ain't just making fun of people's demons all the time. Amen? It's helping them in the heavenly rhyme. Climb and climb and climb in the glory rhyme all the time with the Holy Spirit chime, wind chime, angels blowing in the wind so you no longer sin with that big old grin in the glory. Hallelujah. Look at this guy back here. Who is that? That's you. That's cosmic you in the glory. Now if you can receive it, it's the truth anyhow. Your heavenly father is the light being. We don't belong to New Agers. Although we love New Agers because they're usually right. <laughs> Except when it comes to purity, I found. They like sex and drugs and rock and roll and orgies and debauchery and every dumb thing, marijuana you could ever imagine. They think, oh, man, you know, mushrooms are from God. And I'm going to lick a poisonous frog and bow down to Nimrod. And but we know the universe is good, and that is true. But on Earth, you know it's not good, so you have all kinds of concepts that we project towards our world because of our physical experiences that are usually total crap. Trash, Gehenna, the garbage heap of hell on Earth, front lines, mob deep, Hell on Earth reality. You live in that Disneyland white picket fence with your 3.5 kid Disneyland. And I ain't gonna go into rated R land. We're gonna keep it less than G. Or it says it's non-rated. Because it's so holy. I wanna go less than G because even G has some questionable stuff in it. That convicts me. Little Mermaid had a boner. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Whew. They needed to penalize those writers. They had some sick people working for Disney. You might have heard of them. Britney Spears. Christina Applegate. Christina, whatever her name is. And... Backstreet Boys. Disney, man. You can save $3,000 on Disney right now by just not even going. Deal of a lifetime. Boycott Disney because he's a Freemason warlock pedophile. Jesus. How I many y'all know it's Freemasonry, though? Did you know it? You know that Walt Disney was a mason? Can't you tell in like, all of the demonic wisdom they have? In every Disney movie ever, ma ever made? Viacom, Disney, the whole media mountain of planet Earth. Planet of the Apes going into Planet of the Grapes, Zion conquering this stuff. Have you 
Realize we're at war against Viacom as your head in the sand? Ostriches don't stick their heads in the sand, I, I learned. If you're like, you're a false teacher. They don't even do that. People check the facts, I'll Google things sometimes and realize it was wrong, but it was prophetic, so it's still right. Self-justification glory. If you say it in the right spirit, it's right, even if it has the wrong facts. It'd be like, there was 149 trillion people there, and they re read it in the Bible, and there was actually 149 trillion and one, and we were like, we discounts the scripture. Biblical errors. Matthew contradicting Mark. Luke has a different account. Jesus drinking wine on one of the Gospels crosses. The other one he's just spitting it out and saying, Ew, I ain't gonna drink it. Then the Gospel contradicts. No, it don't. It's about perspective of angels. Bible never contradicts itself in any place. Not once. Old Testament, New Testament, anywhere. Not even in Enoch. Enoch is totally scripture. 100% equally inspired as lamentations. Good news. Though his sorrows have lasted for a night, joy comes in the morning. It's morning, isn't it? It's the morning of righteousness. It's the sun rising at midnight by the manifest sons of God right now. The sons of the kingdom. The sons of righteousness, the sons of wisdom, the sons of God. The sons are taken over the sons, because that's our inheritance in the sun. Better get some. Better get turbocharged. I got notes for tonight, so don't just tune out and rapture. Like, oh, that's it, man. I just glean off the anointing of the open heavens but not hear anything that's said I didn't learn anything at Joel Bar tonight just went into some kind of trance got knocked out by a healing angel cause I just needed in my subconscious at a DNA level I'm getting surgery tonight you better wake up boy you better be vigilant in the day of the Lord it is written and sober. <laughs> sober vigilant glory. People say, oh, that really contradicts the drunken glory. I mean, this is arguments back in 2008 demons. The Bible says God loves decent and in order, and the Bible commands sobriety. It's, they believe the Bible commands bitterness. They think bitterness in the brain is sobriety. That ain't it. You can have as much oil of joy as you want. The issue is, you need to take that, that wine and that oil and go up with it. If you're stuck on earth, there's sexual immorality in your life 100,000% of the time and you're busted. I already know, because I've been in the flow of the holy glow. If you are staying drunk on earth, you're actually covering your own lust. Just hear me for a minute, because I know how it works. You just get drunk and you're like, oh, I'm getting sanctified. No, you're staying at a low level. And the wine, if you're not using it to ascend, to go up with it, it always turns bad. 
Yesterday's drink is not the same as today's drink is mercy's new every morning, which means you take the grace of what God's given you and energizes you with to rise higher in Christ. The ones that rise higher always get more. But at any point, Jesus Christ said, if you turn back, you're not worthy of me. They turned back in their hearts and died in the wilderness. But they're still eating manna. In the Bible, they were still eating the provision of God. They still had the appearance of being saved, but they were totally condemned by their own hearts, not by God by themselves, by not using what God had given them to go up the mountain and become sons of God. You realize why they died? They were all invited up the mountain. Moses invited every single Israelite. Scholars say there's probably four million people. Four million. Just say four million. They were all invited up the mountain. But only 70 went up. And that's when the Nicolaitan spirit was birthed. That's what Bob Jones taught. The separation of your brain from your bone marrow. The separation from the frog and the poison. Well, hallelujah. I'm going to keep that music up in the background. It helps you. It's nice. It's called Flight of the Eagles. Notice not flight of the chickens not flight of the ostriches flight of the elephants maybe when pigs fly I know pigs can fly I've been up in the, the air for a long time in the bird realm there's pigs up here big time nasty slimy flying pigs all over the air called sirens and harpies and vultures you ascend in this world, you go into some higher stuff, it tries to spit on your head and bring you down. You notice that? Half of you have been spit on your head so many times by fallen angels. That's why you have such an anchor in your sword into the mountain right now in the Word of God. Because you don't want to slide down again because it sucks when you slide down, when you backslide. Backslide in religion. Backslide in disobedience. Backslide in your heart get into some kind of critical judgmental realm of the fallen angel in agreement with the accuser of the brethren we begin to slip and slide off the mountain of father god's throne in this world this mountain is the throne of god it is a sapphire summit it is a sapphire mountain and you grow in the prophetic every day and you grow in the word of god and the spirit of god and loyalty and faithfulness to the living god and in love towards yourself and others every day on this mountain. See, when you're on the mountain of the Lord, walking in sapphire pavement from glory to glory, in His story, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy, in this mountain and upon this great mountain, you can have self-love on the mountain. Because the self-love is the love of Jesus on the mountain. You just can't have any of it if you're not on the mountain. You know what the mountain's called? The throne of God. The Bible says in Revelation, Hallelujah, rejoice, for the throne of God is with men. If you study it out, it means inside men's flesh. In your spirit. The kingdom of heaven is within you. Luke says the same thing. 1721, the kingdom 
and the throne of God is inside you. Luke 17, 21, it is written. And that is the dimension on the inside of the very seven spirits of God that connect us to the spiritual throne of Jesus and the spiritual throne of God the Father to physically ascend with our souls and our flesh from glory to physical glory, which is the heavy, drunken, kavad glory, the celestial glory, the Son of Righteousness glory, the seven lightning glory. Seal up the seven thunders until the time of the end it is written. How many of y'all know? Every prophet on the planet has been telling you for years this is the time of the end, which means the seven thunders aren't sealed anymore. They're opened. Which means that you're going to be hearing a gospel at a much higher level than what you heard during the Dark Ages or the Pentecostal Age or the Charismatic Age or even the Glory Stream Age, which for some reason seems to oppose us the most. Bill Johnson said the previous revival always violently opposed the next movement of God every single time. So those that are thinking they're the most forerunning leaders right now have been the greatest antagonists of this ministry and this pioneering work of celestial stardom in Christ, of the cosmic tree of life and practicing true Enochian wisdom and righteousness of the ages to heal the earth with the path of the silver waters of the stars and the path of the lightnings through the holy stars because these stars are holy which means they obey God and they never break their orbit and they sing God's praises it's written in Psalms so Revelation 4 1 is this whole generation going up in the open door out of the Laodicean seventh church age of America and Kenya, Africa. And also, wherever you're at, if you're not in those places. If you're not in these two continents, you might be in Australia, New Zealand, Antarctica, South America, Europe, or Asia. That's the seven continents of planet Earth. I got that from Enoch. High-level wisdom, buddy. And I learned it in the third grade. That's probably where I'm at in Enochian wisdom and righteousness as a third grader. And I'm having a good time. Because it's perfection in every rhyme. It's perfection all the time. I've noticed in this cosmic righteousness, these upgrades of light and lightning and purity and holiness and all the things that are increasing, getting turbocharged, all the upgrades, you know, like the Mandalorian, his ship gets, gets destroyed and he gets upgraded to the N1, the chrome starfighter that's pre-Empire, so it's off the grid. Some of you getting, em getting totally energized and upgraded off the grid out of the law, which means off the grid. You'll be tested in it. And if it's real, you pass your test. If you're fake, you just keep learning until you pass. These tests come from God, and it's the test of your character. Revelation without character is always sorcery. Most important thing is the character attributes of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in your inner man, so you're rock solid in purity. Don't matter, but your external manifestations, most of the 
people that have betrayed me that have acted like jackasses over the years had the most external manifestations. The holies, all kinds of stuff, the drunkenness. It's true, they did. They had all the manifestations that made them look like the sons of God without the character. Their inner man was completely devoid. And so that's why you gotta be really careful of this stuff because manifestations don't mean nothing. Jesus says you're not gonna know them by their manifestations. You're not gonna know them by their signs and wonders. You're not gonna know them by their miracles and healings. No, he said you won't know them. That could all deceive you with lying signs and wonders. It is written of the false prophet with the false visions, false dreams, none of that. I've seen people with 50 carat rubies from heaven get into sexual morality, drug abuse, and die by fallen angels. Half of you haven't had signs and wonders that great. We don't condemn signs and wonders. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. It is written. The issue is we keep the main thing, the main thing, which is character. Character. That's always been my foundation, working on my inner man. That's how I've made it so far in Christ. Because it's the most important thing. God sees the heart. And we are the sons and daughters of God's own heart. And we are growing up into God's heart. Therefore, he can entrust us with greater righteousness, greater wisdom, greater power, greater authority, greater dominion, greater might of light, created and uncreated, and a cosmic level of sons of thunder reality, which is, what does the Bible say the sons of thunder are? Sons of thunder are those walking in the seven lightnings which means they're cosmic Christians, which means they're not from below, they're from above. Sons of Zebedee. And I know Brian Simmons says that must have been a big joke for them because they're fighting over who's going to be at his left and right throne. Amen? And it was. At that level, when they're just boys, John was probably the youngest out of all of them, probably 18 years old, could have been 16 years old. These were teenagers, guys. Very young early 20s at best these apostles young apostles youth apostles in fact there ain't nothing else because jesus is the youth of god the messiah is the youth of god which means you always be youth and if you ever mature out of youth you're not in god anymore the kingdom belongs to youth youth apostles youth prophets you get old in the prophetic you get old in the apostolic you just get false you just lose your accuracy god is eternal youth the fountain of youth the fountain of the lamb truth anyhow so they get all crusty and stuff no they just get false and inaccurate because of death and not overcoming and not going vertically but going laterally flatterly which is disobedience some stubbornness usually their own church and their their elders or their board of directives and however they run their freemason 501c3 through the legal system submitted to kabbalah and this jewish uh, mafia system that we have through jewish uh, sorcery which is kabbalah which is the synagogue of Satan written in Revelation that really has killed the Christians in a major way. And we're, we don't understand they're grilling Kanye West now for being anti-Semitic, but I know he's tapping into Revelation, but he doesn't have the communication because he lacks the wisdom and so he's getting in trouble for it. Because I understand exactly what his spirit's saying, but his soul and his brain can't express it accurately. Most like, men, like many of you who haven't learned the communication of the deep things of the spirit, which means haven't learned wisdom, how to communicate the things of righteousness. Even though you're feeling them in your spirit, there's no way to articulate it. It's yet hidden in a scroll inside you. Now we're going to mature and learn how to talk. When you're infants in Christ, you have not yet learned how to talk, 1 Corinthians says of the Apostle Paul. So learning how to talk is learning how to communicate the mysteries of righteousness and the mysteries of wisdom 
from your spirit, from the eternal dimension of the eternity of the eternities in the glory realm of the third heaven, through not just the earth, but as you ascend through the heavens, the angel flying midair, mid heavens, is what's written in Revelation, which means your spirit has to proclaim the gospel. Seven thunders has to come from the mid heavens in order to bring the seven lightnings. They're sealed up for a time until there's a maturity. Why did it take that much time? Why did it have to be sealed up? Because you had to max it out in the earthen vessel. Treasures in jars of clay. If you are faithful with little, he will put you in charge of much, it is written. If you're faithful in the earthly, then you can be faithful in the heavenly. And by heavenly, I mean second heavens. And I'm not talking about the black stars and the Kabbalah. I'm talking about the white stars and righteousness, what Enoch walked in, what Jesus Christ walked in. Jesus Christ himself said, and you will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of your father. Jesus said his face would shine as the sun in the kingdom of God the Father. You read about the Messiah, the Red Letter, the Red Letter Ministries, hallelujah, we love that. We know that's sound doctrine, but he was all about solar angelic technology, angels standing on the sun. It wasn't just this Gnostic demon where we're spiritual without the natural reality. It was a dominion over stars and not just the one in this solar system, all of them. So that the demons, even a mile away when he be approaching, could feel the judgment of his cosmic righteousness. Have you come to judge us before the appointed time? That's why there was such a celestial deity emanating off of him. And when they went up Mount Hermon, the mountain of the curse of the fallen angels, that's what Hermon is. It means the place where the fallen angels started the curse of the fall. And that is where he transfigured and revealed his deity to Peter, James, and John on the mountain of transfiguration. And that is when the curse is reversed, with now the angelic and the celestial is reversed. He did that on Mount Hermon. He did a different thing on Mount Golgotha, Mount Calvary. There was a different work of Christ on Hermon than Golgotha. Hermon was for the angels, fallen angels. Golgotha was for man. So they're both open in Christ. They're different works. We're so religious, it's all about Calvary. But the Bible says there was another mountain that he walked up onto, Mount Hermon. And that is when he transfigured before their eyes. And that's what Peter actually talks about. The mountain that Peter talks about isn't even Calvary. You read it? First and second Peter, he doesn't even mention Golgotha. Oh, we, he'd be condemned in every church today. You're not preaching the cross, Peter. He's crucified upside down. Has more cross than you, Susie Q. He's preaching the transfiguration, the glory realm against the fallen angels, against Satan and his angels. He was advancing the kingdom, not stuck in dead barbaric theology and doctrine of what Jesus did and just theological ascension in the brain realm of just idolizing what Jesus did. That's what religion is. It turns it into a ritual. The traditions of men nullify the power of the Word of God. And it's everywhere in the charismatic church. It's everywhere in the glory stream. It's everywhere in all denominations. Anything earthly is filled with religion. Only in that heavenly place are you going to find a religion-free zone. Right now, we just judge the New Agers there. And we think, oh, just the sorcerers and the witches go into the second heavens. Whose fault is that? Those who haven't taken their places 
amongst the 144,000 who will be seated with Christ in heavenly places. How many of y'all know it's not just third heaven, it's also second heaven, a new heaven where righteousness dwells. You don't need a new third heaven. You only need a new second heaven, amen? Obviously, when you read the scriptures, be practical now. Wisdom is very practical. It's practical insight into the ability of God and the wisdom of God and how to apply it to advance the kingdom through natural means. We are Gnostics and we need to repent and become righteous. The exact opposite of most of what you all been doing your whole life. Truth in you. We need to get into righteousness or our spirituality upgrades our trucks and turbocharges them. <laughs> and that's no joke. I mean, there needs to be a physical upgrade if there's a spiritual upgrade. And if there's not, Satan has stolen those things from you in the realm of the natural. And then you get, oh, I don't get what I deserve. You need to go pay a price in your inner man and get his character formed in you and ascend with what a pure heart who can climb the throne of god the sapphire summit of his throne he who has clean hands and a pure heart and has not lifted himself up to idols self-lifting is what religion is that's why they're always offended because i've lifted myself up so high in my own eyes and then when you come with this grace and the actual prophetic path of the summit of God, it's just so offensive and I just murder it and condemn it because I've done everything wrong through mental ascension, which is sorcery, their whole flipping lives. Truth anyhow, which means repent, return to the mountain and do the works of the Holy Spirit. Do the works of the Lamb of God then you'll do the works of the Father, which is celestial righteousness of the cosmic tree of life, written in the scriptures, wearing celestial garments. And you're not going to sit there saying this is so complex and far out, because you've already done the works of the Spirit. You already have the character and the nature of the purity of the Lamb formed in your heart. So you're ready to be upgraded into the works of the Lamb. And you're ready to be upgraded into the works of the Father. And the way of the Lord is clear before your eyes and not confused, because you understand it's a path of purity. Perversion always equals confusion. If you're confused, ever hearing but never understanding, it's 100% fact you're a pervert. And there's secret sin and sexual morality in your hearts, in your inner man, and you're hiding it under outward manifestations of fake, false, fading glory. And you're fake. I've seen it a thousand times. I already know how it goes. These people, friends with Jezebel, all these sluts on Facebook, sending pictures around, flirting, all this sexual morality everywhere. I tell you what, it's not just women that are sluts. It's equally men that are sluts. The whore of Babylon is the soul playing games with an external front of being in right standing with God, but you're not because you're not about the character quality of the Lamb of God being formed in the inner man in the invisible place of the heart. The ones that are all about the character get the upgrades every season. It's almost like they just grow up naturally. How do you so effortlessly go from glory to glory? No sin and idols in the tent. How did they take the promised land from the Canaanites? No idols, stealing, thieving, selfishness, no secret sin, no secret hidden judgments, no demons in the tent. They were living vulnerable and clean and open before others in the community and they weren't hidden with sin in their hearts. Truth in you. 
Jesus had hidden righteousness in his heart. To them I speak in parables, riddles, and dark speech, but to you I speak plainly. It is written. It is given to you to know the secrets of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them I speak in riddles. It is written. Which means in the heavenly realm you store up treasures and riches in glory, the secrets of righteousness, the secrets of the mysteries of Enoch, the secrets of wisdom, the secrets of the teachings of the apostles. And what does Jude say, Apostle Jude, in the Bible? They come in to try to steal your secrets and to use them for personal gain. Their love stains at your love feast, which means they're perverted by greed, immorality, selfishness, and pride. And they're trying to take the good things of God and use them for personal benefit instead of the benefit of the body of Christ, instead of the benefit of the church of Corinth and the benefit of the church of Minneapolis and the benefit of the church of Ephesus and Smyrna and Thyatira. And all these churches were dealing with selfish, false brethren that were absolutely to be banished from their midst you can't go two chapters in the epistles without excommunication i dare you to try read in there and stuff that's not constantly thrown out of the people it's like continuous correction continuous rebuke where's the encouragement every line when you drive the devil out of you every line you're encouraged in your spirit in the spirit of your mind you're encouraged physically, naturally, morally, and refreshed by the washing of the water of the word. As long as you can teach people the apostolic doctrine of the glory realm, they're constantly washed, they're constantly refreshed. When it becomes irritating, it's because you're serving devils and the devils are pissed off that you're even considering righteousness. The infants in Christ are tempted whoo, up the kazoo. To put it in G, we're in G land now. You can say up the kazoo in Disney, Disneyland. Amen. Self-control, brother. You need some. You know, anyone can just speak in abonics and speak in street talk, but can you speak in wisdom? Or is it a certain form for you? You know, you, you get out of religion and we get into rebellion. You say, oh, you know. No, it's true. It's a narrow path, brother. And rebellion and religion are the white and black sorceries of Kabbalah trying to pick you off as you walk up the summit of the narrow path of the sapphire throne of God. And the temptations are there every degree. As the Bible says, take heed that you stand lest you fall, which means you can fall at any degree while there's still breath in you. Even if you are at the summit of God sitting on the throne of David, you can get puffed up and probably get lazy and fall into some Bathsheba sexual morality. Truth. In this life, you have to constantly keep yourself in check and be vulnerable to others, with others, and it does always take a community. Look at Jezebel. Jezebel didn't go out by Elijah. Jezebel didn't go out by Elisha. Jezebel went out by Elijah, Elisha, the eunuchs, the dogs, the horses, and Jehu. And a whole team and slew of people over a large period of time. It took the whole nation of Israel to get her out of the window. And still her head and her hand continued into the New Testament, which is the mark of the beast on the forehead and the hand. That we're just overcoming now 2,000 years later as a group. And it's a big deal. That's why Elon Musk came out with that new fragrance, Burnt Hair. 
Because that's the state of Jezebel. She is defeated by the vanguard of the armies of the living God. She's under our feet as a community. Maybe not you, but those that are actually in the vanguard have been fighting this thing in the spirit of Elijah, which is the river of life, for 6,000 years of prophetic. So it's a pretty big victory for the prophets of the ages. Huge celebration amongst the holy angels and the cloud of witnesses and the real, true kingdom advancing prophets on this planet and in the heavenly realms. They're feeling it more energized, more encouraged, more built up than ever before because we have defeated our main enemy on earth and now we face the enemies in the celestial realm, Kabbalah. Enemies in the moon, enemies in the sun, enemies in the stars, enemy in the paths of lightnings, outside of the lightnings, outside of the white stars, outside of the seven stars in our right hand. Come on now. Outside of the angelic host assigned to them, because the Bible says in Genesis, God created the stars and their hosts. Genesis 1. Which means there's an angel assigned to all of the paths, this path here, of the seven lightnings of the silver waters of the stars as you can physically ascend into Eden in the third heaven through the second heaven through lightnings now. It's the path of Enoch. And those gates are open. That door is open. That's what we've opened up. And Rebecca really has pioneered that. Majorly. It's a huge deal. A lot of persecution, a lot of misunderstanding, but it's real. And God puts some of these gifts inside people predestined for ordained and they just have them in them. And it's not in anyone else. And it's not to be jealous or at strife against. It's just how God operates. Look at the prophets. These are sovereign, predestined, foreordained prophets. Jeremiah, before I formed you in the mother's womb, I knew you and have assigned you to be a prophet to the nations, it's written. Which means Jeremiah didn't have a choice. No free will. Zero. Free will is a theology. We deal in reality. Some people don't have free will. I don't even want it. I choose God if there is any will in their left, you know. You choose Jesus. Truth in you. Might go against your doctrine, but your doctrine's a demon. Burn it as a witchcraft scroll in the backyard. We need an understanding of the sovereignty of God through the ages. It's called the wisdom of the ages. What's his name? Ancient of days. Daniel 7, open the books and judgment comes forth. And slaughter these other scrolls working in your spirit, soul, mind, and body. That's all sorcery and sliminess and sexual morality, perversion, idolatry, and the works of the fallen angels. So that now these primordial evil demon gods that we face in the sky and the moon and the, and the sun and the black sun and all this Kabbalah that opposes the saints of the living God can be totally thrown in the lake of fire. You are in that timeline right now of final judgment. Okay? Last days, the Bible calls it. How I many of y'all know there's three last days? God rested the seventh day. Humanity in this timeline is ent entering the seventh day according to the throne of God the Father. And so the enemy tries to pervert it and say we're in a different timeline. How I many of y'all know the Pharisees at the end of the first century changed the Jewish calendar by over 240 years? You are not in 5,742 blah 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 like all these prophets say. It's not true. You are in the accurate Jewish year of 6,023. 6,023 in the Jewish calendar. 
Pharisees changed the Jewish calendar at the end of the first century. As it's written, the Antichrist will change the times and the seasons. Why? So you don't even know what timeline you're in, even if you're a prophetic that could heal the times and restore the times and use prophecy in the sapphire throne of God. You don't even know what time it is because you're so confused. Sons of Issachar, my butt, knowing the times and the seasons, false. You know who knows the times and the seasons? The sons of God that are predestined for a name. Otherwise, there couldn't be a restoration of all things because you don't even know what day it is or what year it is. Totally upside down. In the places we are right side up, we don't even know where to aim people. We kind of shoot them laterally. Go do dead works. Go sing in front of the White House. Go do this lateral stuff. We need vertical Christianity and our lives depend on it. Unless we bring down celestial liquid lightning a baptism of the seven lightnings because the seven thunders are here and they're talking to you tonight not just me all the wisdom of the ages and the gospel of the mid heavens mid air from the angel and the eagle of god to wake you and shake you and bake you and quake you whatever it takes to get you up into the tree of life on this side of the garden which means now it's right here not in the third heaven but accessible here on earth and in the second heavens. Second heavens is demonic because of Kabbalah, because they counterfeit every star up there they can, and then trade on altars. The fallen angels go up there and they steal light. Fallen angels, sorcery, Freemasonry is called the keepers of the light. What light are they keeping? Stolen light from the sun and the moon and the stars. Obviously, Satan's a thief. He's been a thief from the beginning, is written. He never created a thing. Satan didn't create a star. Are you insane? Satan didn't create. Satan has only stolen light since the fall. Angels can't even create light. They can only keep light and give it to people on earth who do their will. And that's what the celebrities of Babylon the Great are. That's why they're all sick perverts and members of secret societies and have to go through the Jewish mafia in LA and New York to get a job in Hollywood and Hollywood Boulevard. And then when you leave that little cub cabal and that little group of people you're excommunicated like they did to Trump and they, they etched him out of Hollywood Boulevard and removed his star because he now he's a different star. Now he's a morning star. He got born again. There's a conversion from Kabbalah even amongst billionaires. Even amongst Kanye West. And even amongst Donald Trump. And I believe Elon Musk too. And I believe that there will be even a greater conversion Look at uh, Bezos' wife giving $65 million this week to the Girl Scouts of America. The greatest philanthropist and the greatest giver in the history of the world is Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Did you know that? Yes. No one has ever given more money in philanthropy and giving than that woman. I mean, it represents the rebellion against Kabbalah and the rebellion against those secret oaths, those secret societies, that secret wisdom of Jezebel, written in Revelation two, uh, chapter 2, the secrets of Satan, the deep secrets. What is that? How to steal light and keep light and enslave the nations as dogs, as sorcerers. Hello! They use religion mainly in Christian Christianity. One out of three Pentecostal charismatic teachers and pastors in churches in the USA is a member of a secret society. One out of three, which means Kabbalah has already filled your souls. That's why when you listen to the Sapphire Throne in a Kabbalah-free zone, 
in true righteousness and wisdom for your benefit, it makes you manifest and you weep and gnash your teeth initially, most of you get offended. And it takes you a while to come out of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great because you're so indoctrinated into it, it's offensive to you. And it opposes everything you've thought and known in the false light, in the stolen light, in the religious light of the fallen angels of light that deceive. It's a battle of light and it's a battle of might. And we win as long as we're in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Doing the works of the Holy Ghost, that is what we need to do. We need to do the works of the Lamb. Works of the Lamb? Yeah, heavy drinking. Hallelujah. Heavy drink, but go up when you drink. Don't stay at that same level, which means when you go up, your eyes will get clearer and cleaner and brighter. Drinking without ascension always produces swine seen it a thousand times you can be a drunk you can be a toker a joker a, a midnight bloker you could be all this stuff but if you aren't using what god has given you in grace to ascend in the psalms of ascension and the thankfulness and the gratitude and purifying your heart with these things you are the greatest abuser of the greatest graces ever given to men which means you are the worst of the horror babylon and i can attest i've been a part of that group and have repented and just come out of it, my people, where you abuse the greatest graces. You know, the abuse of the drunken glory, the abuse of the wine and oil, the abuse of the breath of the Almighty. And I'll toke the ghost for eternity. I will. I will always enjoy the breath of life. Mouth to mouth with Jesus is not optional in heaven because he is the breath of heaven. Everything you breathe is Jesus Christ in you, the living breath of God in your nostrils, in your mouth. We're going to restore the breath of life to the four corners of the earth in this generation. So they're all going to know God as their breath, as the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, the manifest, rarefied air of the third heaven on earth will come in the conquering of the second heavens and the removal of all the sorcery of the sorcerers. And we're already deep into doing that, and that's why there's so much judgment everywhere in the earth. We're doing these things vertically. This is true apostolic intercession for the prayers of a righteous man are powerful and availeth much. Well, I think that means it reveals much of how much earthly false Christianity we've been practicing in the USA. How much we've relied on natural politics because we have not yet ourselves begun to practice righteousness. Therefore, we haven't availed anything. We actually cover our own hearts and defend ourselves and have our own armor of false armor of religion on and we think it's the armor of God. You know, the armor of God is God himself. Hello? The armor of God is God as your outer man. What is armor? Something you put on the outside of your body. The Bible says it's not optional. You can't even stand in the day of the Lord unless you have the armor on, which means is God covering your head. Can you see the manifest living God around your eyeballs, around your ears, around your skull, around your private parts where you really need them because there's so much sexual morality in this generation. You need a Holy Ghost chastity belt, most of you, usually by the time you're six years old because our society is so perverted. You need to stay virgins. The Bible says the only ones that ascended and took their spot amongst the 144,000 are all virgins. Okay? Doesn't mean there's not 
sex inside marriage if it's the purity of the inner man that they are absolutely as pure as God is pure inside and outside come on now don't look at me like that it's the truth the Bible says they're all virgins which means it's a state of the Lamb of God and the white dove in your inner man you can't think a negative thought you could be in South Beach, Miami, and you can't sin with your eyes. Why? Because the Lamb of God is formed in you, and there's no temptation that could seize you. And if you're not there yet, it's because there's God and the armor of God aren't there. And you got some religious discipline that you can get in Marine Corps or the Army that's not Christianity. It's self-protection. We have self-protected with a, for a lack of actual armor. Bob Jones said about this generation, they'll bring the whole armory of God down. Well, you got to put it on. What are you going to put on you? You're going to put on your religion? You're going to put on your indoctrination of your mental ascension and all of your own energies of your own blood? Put on Egypt as your armor? You need to put on Zion. You need to put on grace. You need to put on love. You need to put on joy. You need to put on the righteousness of God in Christ. You need to put on the seven spirits of God and get to know them. Because if you're putting anything else on, you don't have armor and you're naked in the garden right now. Which means the enemy can just hit you with darts all the time. And that's why people are blown around by every wind of doctrine. Because they have no armor. The real armor of God is God himself. And we need it. And it's fun to walk in it at a cosmic level. You get upgraded. You get different armor. You get different weaponry stuff I'm operating in now is way different than 2006 when I started full-time ministry and it was apostolic powerful stuff back then this is righteousness cosmic powerful stuff now this is different this is a dominion of light and a freedom of light over and above all sorcery I will make you master of magicians in Babylon Daniel 4 Daniel 5 it is written master of sorcery over sorcery in righteousness not to tolerate the sorcerers ain't old testament we're not doing daniel 1 through 12 we're doing revelation and enoch the removal of all the wickedness in the cosmos in the earth in the moon in the nations in the blood in the flesh in your brain in your spouse in your mouse in your house hallelujah mm. Not laughing anymore. Hallelujah. That's okay. I think it's funny. I'm laughing. Enoch, chapter 10. Uh, yeah. 10. Ha ha ha. Did I say heaven 710 all at the same time in one word? Well, that's pretty wild. The book of Enoch, chapter 10 in English. Sometimes I don't speak in English. You get up here, you don't speak English anymore. You're speaking star. Sun language. Amen. It's true. The Bible says the stars talk. That's written in Psalms. David was experiencing it. That'll be fun for you. That'll totally change your dialects of you. Praying tongues out there. Start speaking star. Mm-hmm. You need to. It'll be evident when you rise. The book of Enoch, chapter 10. And the Lord said unto Michael, Go. Kicked him out, didn't he? Go. 
Wasn't even offended. We don't love me anymore. Go! Bind Semjaza and his associates. <laughs> Who have united themselves with women so as to have defiled themselves with them in all their uncleanness. And when their sons have slain one another, and they have seen the destruction of their beloved sons, bind them fast, turbo, for 70 generations in the valleys of the earth, till the day of their judgment and of their consummation. That's long gone. If you study that out, it's 3,500 years in the future, which is the exact times of Jesus. And then after that, the judgment that is forever and ever consummated in those days, they shall be led off to the abyss of fire and to the torment in the prison in which they shall be confined forever. That's now. Two judgments in Enoch 10. One 3,500 years in the future, which is Jesus defeating Satan at the cross, prophesied by Enoch. And another judgment after that, which is us, the sons of God, removing what's left in the ability Christ gave us into the lake of fire. And that's where we're at right now. In those days, they shall be led off to the abyss of fire and to the torment and prison in which they shall be confined forever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations and destroy all the spirits of the reprobates. Another translation Enoch here says, all the spirits of lust. Destroy all the lust spirits out of all of you in Jesus' name. And everyone watching online, amen. Now is the time to destroy all the spirits of lust, commands the Lord God Almighty. All the spirits of the reprobate and the children of the watchers. You could say spirits of pride. All the spirits of lust, all the spirits of pride. Amen. And you just let them get slaughtered out of you by the righteousness of the sons of God. That's what Red Letter Ministries is. They get slaughtered with divine love, annihilated in the glory. To realize how much God is constantly delivering you from more than you could ever imagine, expect, or pray for. And then raise you up because he loves you. Therefore, he cleans you and he heals you and he resurrects you. Jesus. Destroy the spirits of lust in this generation. Can you imagine no lust on earth on TikTok, on Instagram, on Pornhub, in high school, in colleges? What are fraternities, sororities going to do? What do you, you know, it's going to turn into heaven on earth. And it will. By the righteousness of the predestined, foreordained sons of God, the children of righteousness. You and I can do that with seven thunders and seven lightnings. That is our job to completely annihilate the spirits of lust and the spirits of pride in ourselves first, through constant judgment, not getting offended. Yep, it needs to go. Just whatever it takes 
I'm not hiding under manifestations. I'm not hiding under people pleasing, caring what Brandon and Rebecca think. I need to be right with the Holy Ghost right now, right where I'm at. Otherwise, these things are going to kill me. And I just want to be right with the Holy Ghost. I want to be right with God the Father's eyes upon me in perfect love, not because he's judging me out of some kind of religious spirit, but he's in love with me, therefore he's cleansing me from my religious spirit. And it's never God's fault, it's always ours or the devil's, and we just get cleansed of us sin, us worldliness, and them devils. And they all get obliterated when you receive continuous judgments of the Word of God. And that's how you're cleansed. Judgment is for cleansing for the children of heaven, for the children of God. We need judgment. Pray for judgment. It's not bad or negative. It's cleansing. And we need it desperately for all the spirits of lust and the spirits of pride that have wronged mankind. This will remove the confusion on everyone's mind of why they can't believe in Jesus. It's because we need the spirit of lust and the spirit of pride burnt off of us in order for people to have mental clarity to even make a decision for Jesus Christ. But if you have hypocrisy amongst the brethren and the Christians and the born again and those with the gifts of the Spirit, guess what? You can't have a clear message heard amongst the lost. It has to be totally annihilated out of the believers first. As it is written, judgment begins in the house of God. And when the house is clean, clean the house. Then they'll have clarity. Then their heads are white for harvest. Then they can hear with unstopped ears, with no spirits of pride, with no spirits of lust, without rebellion, which is witchcraft, without sorcery, which is stubbornness. It'll all be obliterated when it's obliterated in the Christians first. Us, we volunteer in this tribe to be annihilated from the spirits of lust and pride completely and perfectly, to stand in the righteousness of God in Christ in perfect white virgin garments in the marriage supper of the Lamb and reveal to everyone the true, perfect, divine, holy, white dove nature of divine love to all nations, tribes, and tongues below. The Spirit and the Virgin Bride say come and drink crystal clear living waters with no lust in them, no pride control in them. It's not like you can come and drink this water and then you get a collar around your neck. Oh, I don't think so. They'd love to do that, wouldn't they? They already have. There's river churches everywhere. They put a collar around your neck. You're mine. Checking up on you. And if you don't come to my church anymore, you're condemned as the devil. I tell you what, the Father is the source. And the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. There's nowhere you can go to escape the living God, the Bible says. He is the great shepherd of all the universe and he is pastoring perfectly everything amongst the angels and the cosmos and the hosts and the stars of heaven and the moon and everything under the moon everything on earth everything in every sky he is a great shepherd and we can rise up in his ability and share in his shepherding and become a shepherd of the sheep but you must be a sheep before you become a shepherd which is a leader in the body of christ and we need a million leaders 144,000 leaders at least. I'd say we need a million, maybe 10 million apostles and prophets for the great harvest that's about to come in with the heads of nations being white. Well, that's a lot of training. That's a lot of leaders. 
which means you're gonna have to have a lot of sheep first. You never have a shepherd unless you have an obedient sheep that's within the gates of the sheepfold eating the 10 green pasture, the Psalms 23. I'm 23 in the spirit this year. October 15, 1999, I was born again. I turned 23, which means now I'm learning Psalms 23, shepherdom. That's a wonderful place to be. Jeremiah is called a, a pastor in the Bible. That's the main mantle I've walked in since birth, is the Jeremiah mantle, the Jeremiah calling, lamentations, and then seeing your people go into exile into Babylon, but you remain in Israel, and you're given the whole nation. That's the story of Jeremiah. He didn't follow Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar gave Israel to Jeremiah, if you read the Bible. He was buying property the week before they all went into exile. The Holy Spirit told him to. He was buying up land around Jerusalem because he knew he'd inherit everything. He was trying to help them inherit everything and remain in the land and then get the promises of God. That's all I've ever tried to do towards everyone is help you remain and not be craptured, but be raptured into heavenly glory and to practice the rapture of the highest state of prayer, which is union with the works of the Father, union with the will of the Father, union with the love and the purity of the Father and demonstrate it to others all the time in the heavenly realm. Jesus, we love you, Lord. I give you all the glory. Thank you for the training for reigning. Thank you for the overcomers here that are of good cheer. Thank you, Lord, for each and every one in the sun that's not under it. In the light of the resurrection might that superhuman energy that he so mightily enkindles and works within you. That dunamis dead raising power. How many of y'all know the Bible says that there's dunamis in your bellies? C4 dynamite, that's the explosive rocket fuel to lift you up above the skyline. To lift you up into the throne of the sun. I remember we had a great seer prophet around Red Letter Ministries in 2020 and he trained me in the Samuel Seer anointing for a year, five days a week, really, it was incredible. And then he went off into um, the Seer cave, like Samuel, and it was he's still working in the spirit with us, but he's not active. And it's a wonderful thing. And, and he said, this, what you're coming into now, in this next training of sonship, he says, it's the throne of Jesus in the sun. And the week after that, he's sitting in the back here, the creature of the sun himself, for it's a sentient being. It's a star, and the stars can speak and praise the Lord. It's written in Psalms. The sun is a sentient being. It's a living creature. The sun is a living creature. Just put that in your carnal Christianity and smoke it. The sun's a living creature. The moon's a living creature. The earth's a living creature. Everyone believes the earth's alive. They call it Gaia and all this stuff. But listen, it's a, a star creature. It's a living creature. Earth is a living creature. The moon is a living creature and the sun's a living creature. This living creature of the sun came and possessed the seer prophet. True story. I watched it, I was right there, and he was face to face with me five feet away, and I knew the sun was in him. And I, we were talking directly to the creature of the sun, face to face. What did the sun say? The glory is coming! The glory is coming! The glory is coming! Five times, the glory is coming! The glory is coming! Five times, and then, whoo! The sun left him, and he didn't even know where he was. He didn't know what city he was in. He didn't know what, he's like, what are we doing here? He was completely possessed 
by the sun. And it was really fun. But he was no longer under the sun. He was in union on the throne of Jesus in the sun, the sun of righteousness. Malachi chapter 4. With the healing and the wings and the beams of the sun of righteousness, which means a spiritual sun, a physical spirituality called righteousness. That's what righteousness is. It's practicing natural light dominion as a glory light being. It's not submitted to natural light. It's dominion over natural light because of the character of uncreated light of God the Father on the inside. So the stars love submitting to Christ fully formed in you. They long to be liberated by the sons of God. Romans 8 says that all creation longs for Jesus to return. Exact opposite. All creation longs for the manifest sons of God to be revealed. Romans 8, it is written, which means maturity at a celestial level of righteousness, which will require a greater purity in your hearts and a greater obedience to the works of the Spirit that will mature you into the works of the Lamb, that will mature you into the works of the Father, and the works of the Father are the works of the manifest sons of God in the cosmic tree of life. Truth anyhow. Glory. Then they shall rule and reign with him for a thousand years. It is written, they shall rule and reign then in the heavenly sphere. Revelation 5.10, Amplified Classic. Read it. And whoever shall be condemned and destroyed will then henceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations and destroy all the spirits of lust and destroy all the children of the watchers because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth. Amen? And let every evil work come to an end and let the plant of righteousness let the plant of righteousness and truth appear. Let Jesus be manifest through your gates. Out of your innermost being flows rivers. Let the plant of righteousness and truth appear. Let the tree of life appear through your bodies, his temples. Amen. Let the cosmos appear. The good in the universe, the good in the stars, the good in the light, in the praises the stars sing. Let that appear in your bodies, in your flesh and blood. It is written, let righteousness appear and it shall prove a blessing. Why? Because they doubted it. They think it's Kabbalah. They think it's witchcraft. But it will prove a blessing, it is written. It shall prove a blessing and the works of righteousness and truth shall be planted it's the planting of the heavens, the sowing of the heavens in truth and in joy forevermore. And then shall all the righteous escape. And then shall they live till they beget thousands of children. And all the days of their youth and their old age shall they complete in peace. And then shall the whole earth be tilled in righteousness. This is the whole chapter 10 of the book of Enoch. Then the whole earth will be tilled in righteousness and shall be planted with trees and be full of blessing. And all desirable trees shall be planted on it and they shall plant vines on it. 
and the vine which they plant thereon shall yield wine in abundance. It's joy unspeakable and full of glory. It's joy perfected and overflowing. It's freedom and abundant life prophesied to you tonight. And as for all the seed which is sown thereon, each measure of it shall bear a thousand. And each measure of olives shall yield ten presses of oil. And cleanse thou the earth from all oppression, and from all unrighteousness, and from all sin, and from all godlessness, and all the uncleanness that is wrought upon the earth. Destroy from off of the earth. Bam! And all the children of men shall become righteous. <laughs> Selah. And all nations shall offer adoration. Love, pure love, real love, agape love. All nations shall offer agape and shall praise Jesus Christ. And all shall worship Jesus Christ. And the earth shall be cleansed from all defilement and from all sin and from all punishment and from all torment and I will never whew, I will never again send them upon it from generation to generation and forever the end that is the end of it well, it goes on another 75 chapters, but that's the end of chapter 10. If you want to watch the whole book, it's put to amazing music in Red Letter Ministries, Inc. YouTube channel. It's called The Book of Enoch. Mess you up. Thank you, Jesus. Mess you up in a good way. Up, up, up in a way. Thank you, Father. The generation of Enoch is here, and now we're getting trained in Enoch's wisdom, in Enoch's righteousness, Enoch's grace, in Enoch's truth, in Enoch's love. And it's that path right there. That's the path of Enoch. And that's you. That's what you already look like on the inside. You might not know yourself looking like that all the time, but that's what you look like all the time when you're alive in Christ. That's what your spirit looks like right now. Truth in you. And as you ascend, your physical body will also look like that. And that's the conquering of death that this generation will proceed to do in the works of the Father in the coming hour. It's not far away. It was far away 41 years ago. Now, the door is open. And we've walked through the door already. Now we're in the heavens. Now we're in the sun. Now we're in the stars. Now we're understanding the path of lightnings and how to ascend and descend like Jesus did flying up into the cloud. How to move faster than light. And how to take our bones with us into Zion. The cap's open. The firmament is open. The heavens are open. The heavens are open by Anna Roundtree. <laughs> the heavens are opened by Rebecca Barthrop. It's true. The heavens are open by Red Letter Ministries and all the apostles and prophets 
that do the works of the Father. And we're going to bring up a billion youth into the tree of life. And that's what the battle's been for. It's been for the heavenlies. It's been to break through the skyline, get in the highway of holiness, and understand celestial wisdom at a cosmic level of righteousness that has been hidden in secret, sealed in the thunders and the lightnings for this time, the time of the end, the time of the manifest and mature sons of God. But we had to have the character first. He wasn't going to compromise us in power and authority. And now we have that character, that white dove nature of Jesus formed in our character, Jesus formed in our inner man, white like wool. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them as white as wool or as white as snow, but we don't want to prophesy that in Minnesota. Be like 1991 around here, we got four feet of snow, I, don't, I ain't doing that again. Maybe if I had a bigger truck or something or some kind of arctic four-wheeler, then that'd be okay, but I don't, because y'all don't tithe. <laughs> I'm just seeing if anyone's alive out there. I was with you up until then. Now I'm Turn it off, man. I don't tithe. Well, hallelujah. Now's a good time to start so your life don't end up a big fart. Connecting your natural to the spiritual is the covenant. A covenant partnership with the apostolic is finances. That's what a covenant was. Philippians chapter 4 says you have partnered with me in the ministry of the gospel by your financial giving. Scripture now, Philippians 4. The Philippians were financially covenanted with Apostle Paul by one thing and one thing only, financial support. It is written. If you want to partner with the apostles, the Bible says you can only do so by financial support. In Jesus' name, check out that RLM giving portal. Oh yes, we have a portal in the sun, the bank of the sun, and these finances go into the sun. Wealth under the sun causes sorrow, Ecclesiastes says, but wealth in the sun of righteousness has no sorrows attached to it. Ecclesiastes, now read the Bible. Money under the sun has sorrow in it. Money in the sun and above the sun, zero sorrow. So when you partner with celestial apostles, cosmic Christians, true sons of righteousness in the kingdom, friends of Enoch, which we are in this ministry, friends of the seven stars and the seven archangels, doing the works of the Father, you are putting your finances in a place where there's no corruptibility and there's no sorrow. And you can only go upward if you stay faithful to the end and don't grow weary in well-doing. Stay faithful, stay loyal through the great tribulation. Just stay with us and get through it. On the other end is the promised land, the tree of life and immortality and length of years and blessings you can't even imagine under the great tribulation. Go through it and on the other side is your promised land in that stairway of light that was in the background tonight during all Joel's bar flight. Bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.
want you to join with me, okay? Will you do that? Here we go. Watch me. Yeah. And it will come back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together and running over. Yeah. And it will come back to you. When you give, give to the Lord. Help me out.
you can see now in the inside where I've tried to uh, put so many metals for the reinforcement as you can see but the thing is as weak as you can see.